0: You are listening to Concert Blast. Hi, this is Billy Burnett, and you're listening to Concert Blast. Life is just a game Sometimes drives you insane Climbing that ladder Trying to run the race Do whatever it takes It don't always come out fair Sometimes nobody cares But nobody listens When you're wild.
1: Welcome to Concert Blast. This is Mike Arnold. This is a special podcast interview with Billy Burnett. James Downing had the privilege to review Billy Burnett's concert in Nashville and he also had the opportunity to interview him before the show. We have been fans of Billy Burnett for a long time. Tom and I met Billy Burnett at the Pat Benatar Show in nashville tennessee at the wild horse saloon the first time we saw her there and uh, we saw him again tom james and i saw him and met him again at the uh, paul mccartney concert in nashville and then uh, we saw him again at the americana festival that was brian james and myself he's always friendly always willing to talk to us and always willing to stop and say hi to us very outgoing guy a wonderful musician, singer, songwriter, and a man full of all kinds of music history. As you will learn a little bit about Billy Burnett in his interview here with James. We thank you for uh, listening to Concert Blast. and Make sure you log on to ConcertBlast.com and send us an email. If you got some suggestions, got some comments, just want to say hi. ConcertBlast at gmail.com. Uh, we are on Facebook at Concert Blast Page. That's our Facebook name, Concert Blast Page. Speaking of Billy Burnett, I think the first time I saw him perform was with Fleetwood Mac, as uh, he does a great job taking over the guitars and vocals for Lindsey Buckingham. Then later we saw Billy Burnett playing guitar for John Fogarty. Now he's back to being a solo artist again. So, without further ado, here's James Downing with his interview with Billy Burnett.
2: Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Concert Blast. This is James Downing. Mike, Tom, and Brian weren't able to join me tonight, but I'm at a club in Nashville, and I'm sitting here with rockabilly legend Billy Burnett. How are you doing tonight? I'm good tonight, James. How are you doing? Doing great. Looking forward to seeing your
0: show. Thank you. I'm uh, looking forward to seeing it myself. I've uh, I've heard it's pretty good. I've never seen the show myself. I'm always working. <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's one way to look at it. I guess growing up in the household you grew up in, you, were, you don't remember life without music, do you? I don't remember much at all.
0: <laughs> no. I, as from my earliest, God, recollection, it was like I thought that's what everybody did. You know, my dad, uh, I can remember my earliest thing was, you know, just I thought everybody was the music. Of course, you know, I did my first record at seven, so I barely remember that, you know, so it's for a, and that was for a major label for Dot Records back in the nineteen sixties. So it's um uh, it's a long time, you know, been a long time and uh been doing it a long time, but it's I've been blessed to be able to do it this long.
2: Now your dad, Dorsey Burnett and his brother Johnny Burnett, they had a band back then called the Rock and Roll Trio. The Rock and Roll Trio, yeah. They were the
0: first um rockabilly band. They were like as I was being born, I mean that was like that's what they were doing was putting together the rockabilly band and they used to rehearse down in the uh, Lauderdale courts there in the um, laundry room and Elvis, you know, Elvis lived there in the Lauderdale Courts, so that's where they rehearsed and kind of, you know, inspired him to get into what he did later Mm -hmm. which became the
2: the king. (laughs) What is your first memory of being on stage? I know the first time you were on stage you were really young. Do you remember that?
0: You know, I don't even remember the first, the first time. I mean, my mom tells me I got up and did uh, Hound Dog with the Rock and Roll Trio. So that must have been in the, you know, I, I think I was three and a half then. So I've just been doing it so long. It's just, you know, forget about it. <laughs> so when did you move to L.A.? I moved to L.A. when, I, when the first time we all left Memphis and... Uh, 59. So it was like I was like seven years old, uh, six years old, and we all went out to uh, L.A. And I grew up basically in L.A. and then moved back to Memphis about a week out of high school. I had a deal with uh, Columbia Records with uh, Chip's Moman, So I went down there to, you know, start making records and then went, moved to Nashville and kind of went back and forth. And uh, for a long time, back and forth between L.A. and Nashville. Now, you put out several albums in the 70s, right? Yeah, I've been putting out records since, uh, well, my first album was 71, which was on Columbia. Then uh, I was on, I think, about every label there. And then I joined Fleetwood Mac in 87 to 95. So basically, while I was with them, I was you know, just doing their records.
2: Now, how did you hook up with Mick Fleetwood?
0: I met Mick Fleetwood at a Dick Clark 25-year anniversary party. And it was like... It was a big, you know, Dick Clark production. and We kind of sat at the same table. And then it was actually Lindsey Buckingham that got me in the band. Um, I met Richard, the producer, Richard Dashett, And uh, Lindsey and Mick wanted me to join... In fact, they wanted me to meet him down in Malibu one night for dinner, so I met them down there. And they asked me to do Saturday Night Live with him, with well, Lindsey. When he did, I think I'm in trouble. And then... Um, We started a band called The Cholos, and uh, that was the band that did Saturday Night Live. It was Mick and Lindsay, and later on, the girls, uh, Christine and Stevie would come and sit in. Stevie and I did a duet, so it's kind of just evolved into, you know, family, and I um, ended up
2: joining the band in 87. And you were part of several of their albums, right?
0: Yeah, um, uh, we did one album ourselves, which was, no, two. Uh, Behind the Mask, Time, and I'm. Uh, we did the. We did two on the Greatest Hits album, which was the first project we did was the Greatest Hits album, after Tango on the Night. I mean, I joined the band during Tango on the Night's um, dress rehearsal. So it was just boomed. I just kind of, you know, joined
2: it then. I know you were working with uh, Roy Orbison, and then you got a phone call from Mick Fleetwood. It
0: was a pretty magic day. I was in the studio with Roy Orbison that day. And uh, I think we were doing overdubs on the song, uh, All I Can Do Is Dream You. And Mick called, and uh, back then it was somehow I was on a payphone. <laughs> I don't know why. I think it was like, uh... but I was out in the hall, and somebody, you know, I got a message to call Mick. And uh, I called Mick, and um, he said, uh, Hey, um, you want to join the band? I go, When? He said, Tomorrow morning. So I go, wow. And I was with, at the time, I was with MCA, Curb, down here in Nashville. Or not in Nashville, in L.A. And um, I had to, you know, make some calls and get out of my contracts. And they wanted me completely freed up to join the band. so I was, uh... and then the following day, we did a press blitz from, you know, Good Morning to America to all the talk shows and and did that to join the band to let everybody know that... uh, we were going to be taking Rick Vito and myself. We're going to be taking Lindsey Buckingham's place on this tour. And it ended up being, we did the first gig and then they asked us me to join the band. And I was there for nearly
2: 10 years. I was telling you earlier that I, I saw you play with Fleetwood Mac here in Nashville at Riverfront Park, opening up for Kiss. Do you remember that?
0: Oh yeah, that was a great story. My mom came in that day. She drove up from Memphis and, um, uh, she walked inside the lobby and kissed. The band was sitting there. And we got to know them. Um, I, I knew them from L.A., um, seen them at the car wash and wear <laughs> And <laughs> it was funny. I'd run into Stanley, I think, all the time at the car wash. But um, my mom came in and, and asked the guys, she goes, hey, uh, are, are y'all Fleetwood Max roadies? <laughs> and it was so funny. They got the biggest kick out of that. Uh, But, yeah, that was, like, at the time here in Nashville, I think the biggest crowd they'd had uh, at Riverfront Stadium, yeah.
2: At that time, Becca Bramlett was singing lead for Fleetwood Mac.
0: And uh, Dave Mason was our guitar player at the time. Yeah.
2: After Fleetwood Mac, you and her teamed up for a little while, didn't
0: you? We uh, we, um, hooked up and did an album uh, for Almo Records called Becca and Billy. And Becca I've known since she was, like, three and a half. I met her with uh, Delaney Bramlett. And uh, she, in fact, I took Mick to, out to see her in Malibu, right when we heard that Stevie was, you know, probably going to leave the band. We've left for a short while, but uh, Becca was in there. I think the last couple of years of Fleetwood Mac, yeah.
2: In addition to songwriting and playing music, you've appeared in a few movies. One that comes to mind is Saturday Night Special. Oh, Saturday
0: Night Special!
2: Oh, that—that <laughs> that
0: was. Uh, you know what's what's funny about that deal is. I had been in the business my whole life, you know, and it's like I'd I'd been on a lot of movie things. But I moved to Nashville, and then I have to turn around and go back to L.A. to do a movie. But that was it was a lot of fun doing that movie. I had a ball doing it, and I did six after that.
2: Now, also, you have toured with everybody from Bob Dylan to John Fogerty.
0: Yeah, uh, well, uh, the Bob Dylan thing was just. Um, Just magic, I mean, to do that, to be asked to join his band was really a privilege. And uh, what a great, it was a great time. I went to Australia and New Zealand with him and we toured there. Then I joined John's band shortly after that and was with John for about five or six years. So it was like two of my heroes, you know. It's like, like I said, I'm really blessed to get to work with all these people, you know.
2: I'm sure with all the time you spent on the road, you've got some interesting road stories to Mm -hmm. tell.
0: Oh, yeah, plenty. <laughs> Anyone you'd like to share? Let's see road stories. I'm going to be doing a thing. I've got to think of some here soon that I can say on the radio. <laughs> we did leave uh, John McVie one night. Uh, we, we got on the plane. We had a private jet at the time. We got on the plane, and I think we were taxiing down the runway and realized the tour manager went, was counting everybody and went, where's John? <laughs> And we left John at the game.
2: That's funny. Now, I've heard soon you're going to be inducted into the uh, Rockabilly Hall of Fame.
0: Yeah, that's coming up in, uh, I think it's November 12th. Yeah, it's like it's a big honor for me you know, to be inducted into that. Uh, I mean, it's, what can I say? I'm really
2: flattered by that well, It's really an honor. And that's in Jackson, Tennessee?
0: Jackson, Tennessee, yes.
2: I've attended several of the cool 103 concerts that they put on. And, uh, oh, I, I just did one of those down there. Yeah. Yeah. Those, those are pretty cool. shows. they,
0: they're a lot of fun, those shows. Yeah.
2: Now you've just recently come out with a new album called rock and roll with it. You want to talk about that a little bit?
0: Rock and roll with it. It's my first, um, it's my first album I've done on my own that I produced and, um, just kind of did it myself, you know? So it was uh, really a really, um, you know, it was time to do one. I mean, it's kind of what I do I've, been off the road with John now for about a year and, uh, you know, kind of worked on the songs over, you know, over the last couple of years, but it's, uh, basically when I kind of got freed up last year to do that, I started thinking about, you know, the album and writing for it and it all came together pretty quick and, uh, yeah, it was a lot of fun doing
2: it. When you do a new album, do you ever go back into songs you wrote years ago and say, uh, I'd like to record that. I never have. I've always liked that song.
0: Always. I mean, there's uh, things I've done in albums that, you know, that nobody's heard that I will do again, you know. Yeah, I do that I do that a lot. I mean, not a lot. I mean, over the years, I'll wait two or three years of I'm doing something. And if the album wasn't a, a hit, you know, it's uh, why not just do it again? Yeah, I, I have my, you know, favorites. And uh, I like to try to do one of my dads. I didn't do one on this album, but I just kind of, just, you know, did what I did. But I'll probably do a record next with, uh I'd like to do a tribute album uh to my dad and my uncle, you know, Dorsey and Johnny Burnett.
2: So are you going to start touring and supporting
0: this new record? Yeah, I think this is the kickoff of it tonight. We're going to start getting the band together and hit the road here soon. All right. Yeah.
2: Very cool. Now, as you look back on your career, what are you most thankful for?
0: You know what? I'm most thankful that I can just make a living at doing something I love doing. So I've been really blessed to have done that, you know. So if it all
2: ended tomorrow, I'm a lucky guy. All right. I appreciate you taking a few minutes of your night talking with us. Thank you, James. Appreciate you coming out, man. Looking forward to seeing the show tonight. And I wish you good luck with the CD and the tour. Great. Thank you so much, man. Really appreciate you. Thank you.
1: I hope you enjoyed the interview that James and Billy Burnett had together and great conversation and I hope you learned something about him and his music. Also I hope you enjoy another podcast of Concert Blast. We have many more coming. Concert reviews, interviews and music discussions. Make sure you log on to Facebook as well. Uh, we are on Facebook at Concert Blast page. That's our Facebook name, Concert Blast Page. And each one of us have our own individual links on Facebook. If you've noticed on ConcertBlast.com, you will see all kinds of uh, guest bloggers that we've been having here recently. And if you ever want to be a guest blogger, make sure you send us an email at ConcertBlast at gmail.com. And let us know what you want to... Uh, Review, or maybe you'll have an interview with someone. I hope you enjoy all of our shows and our blogs and our photos as well. Until next time, this is Mike Arnold signing off for Concert Blast. God bless you. I want to thank you for letting me be myself again. I can get it. My voice is too rough right now.